0: Hello, and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, Reiki master teacher, medium, and author of the newest book in my trilogy, A New Life Awaits, which shares stories and messages from spirit, showing us that our challenges are not merely economic, political, or societal just often a spiritual disconnect from our true being or soul wisdom. Today I am delighted to welcome Donna Moore, author of Shine Brighter Every Day, a nutrition expert and Ayurvedic practitioner placing balance and joy at the center of everything. Hello Donna and thank you for joining us on Healing from Within.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me. Donna,
0: as listeners of healing from within are so well aware, my special guests and I share intimate insights into the nature of our physical and spiritual energies in order to facilitate a clearer understanding of who we are and how we may begin to utilize the combined essence of our dual nature as energetic and physical beings to create a healthy, happy, and fulfilled life in today's. Episode, episode of Healing from Within, Donna Moore, who works with a variety of people across the globe and whose credentials include a degree in Ayurvedic medicine from Manipal Medical um, and certification from Hippocrates Health Institute. Her larger mission Mort Life Wellness equips people with tools for prevention so that they can thrive and shine brighter every day. Donna, I always love to ask my guests to think back to their childhood and remember a person, maybe a place or an event that might have shown them Or others around them the adult lifestyle and interests they would pursue Uh, for I believe we are born with a plan or destiny within our soul memory and much of what we experience was planned by us before we incarnated into this physical world so tell us something that you remember from your childhood
1: well from my childhood Yeah. Well, the the best memories I have is that I love to play. I love to play, and I loved. I was like a big ball of fun, and um, like for me, the reason I'm even talking about that is because I think it's one of the things that most of us have forgotten in our day to day life, and it's it's my first mantra that I work with that things have to be fun, like health. Anything we do has to be fun, and if it's not fun, we need to stop, we need to pause, we need to rewind, cancel, clear, delete, like, re, you know, rethink what we're doing, and do it again, but with fun being at the center of everything because life is just I, not worth.
0: I agree with you. We take most of us take life too seriously. And and that detracts from the magnificent soul potential we have to live in happiness and joy and harmony and balance. Yes, but you told a story in the book that I liked very much, that when you were nine years old, your mom introduced you to her dear friend, Dr. Verma. Could you tell us about him?
1: Yes, I'd love to speak about him. I love that story. He's such a great person. yes (laughs) that's so good to know so Dr. Varmaji um we were I was on the beach it was like really really hot and uh every year we would go to Israel on our vacation my father's from Israel so we always went home back there for for all of our vacations and it was always hot and I was the only kid always really like getting with a lot of heat rashes and getting kind of grumpy around midday and I didn't understand why and my mom didn't understand why because I was such a joyful kid. And my mom um, met through my cousin. I was a yoga teacher. She met Dr. Varmaji which became very, very important person in my life till today. I absolutely love him. Um, and he's still living in Israel. And he basically taught my mom about Ayurveda and I had my first consultation with him and he explained to me that I was predominantly Pitta Dosha. And he explained very simply, he just said, Donna, you have a lot of fire in your body. Eat. And that Dana. means that... A lot of passion. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. he said that, you know, at midday, you get, you get very hungry and you need to eat. It's really important that you eat on time. And when it's really hot, you need to drink a lot of water and you need to drink, you need to eat a lot of watermelon and have mint tea. And he was like, your sister and your brother might not have the same necessity as you do. So you must take care of yourself in that sense, you know, like at midday, you need to eat your lunch. They might not need to, but you need to otherwise. And then, you know, he talked to me about understanding the heat in my body. And I, I thought, wow, how can. How can someone Know these things doesn't even know me (laughs) Like know these things About my body And I was like Wow And then like my mom Really quickly Helped put it in practice So she knew I
0: had to have You you saw the difference Right You immediately immediately, Saw You felt better Immediately See I have a daughter Like that I have a daughter Who's like that She's constantly Eating small meals Because otherwise uh, She gets out of sorts And she has a daughter Like that too So I have a granddaughter Mm -hmm. and a daughter like you who has that same energy going on and need to do that.
1: Yeah,
0: and it really helped me when
1: I was a teenager. I was around, well, yeah, I was like 17 years old. I went to Brazil to play capoeira, which is a Brazilian martial art, and I went during the summer. It was really hot there, and I knew that I would be in a country that was hot. I was going to be doing a lot of sports, so I did a whole diet that was going to be calming my body down. And cooling my body, and I never got a headache. I never got a heat rash, and I was so proud of myself because I hadn't studied it yet, but I had been able to put it in practice. And I was like, that's wonderful. Really worked. Yes, that's really exciting.
0: Wonderful. Why did you decide to write Shine Brighter Every Day? Every author is guided in some way to share something very special. Uh, And they have to do it It's like You know There's no backing away from it They must do it So Why do you feel You decided to
1: write Well I I completely relate To what you say When it's like There's no backing up It's like You don't have a choice Like this I have to do this And when you start You're like What did I get myself into And then you're like (laughs) And then you remember All the the, All the feelings that you have And you're like Okay Um, For me I think that There's I've always been a communicator and I love communicating, but I think one of the things that I've always understood that I have different from other people is that I see in a very simplified way. I have a very practical way of explaining things in a simplified way. And I've always loved showing that. to I, You know, in school, I was really good at math. I used to explain my colleagues, like my peers at school, all the formulas in a simplified way. And it really helped them. And, and I started to see that... I I did understand things in a simple way and I loved sharing that view with people. It's funny because I have a visual issue, like I have, a, my, I have a problem with my eyesight, which means that I have a different perspective on life, which is quite funny because it's like I like to share a new perspective with people.
0: You're probably using an inner vision or intuition, which is a spiritual gift, which helps you know things and share. And I think maybe you also wrote the book because you feel we have lost our innate capacity to care for ourselves. And, and, you know, we're spending tons of money often trying to buy healthier products, but we're often fooled by health marketing. So I think you also, um, having met so many children and people who have lost their quality of life to conditions that are reversible... And that can be helped. Completely. I think that was part of yeah, it Yeah, I, I,
1: was, I was getting onto to that, that one of the main reasons that I wrote the book is because I see so many people in my generation that don't have access to health information. It's like, I, I almost wanted to call the book The Miseducation of Our Generation. So it's like, our grandparents still had connection with nature because food wasn't so industrial. But in the past few years, the industry has grown so much that most people don't know what it's like not to have a cell phone, not to have packaged food, mm. and the connection between us and nature has become such a huge gap that it's almost like we don't know anymore.
0: Right. Most
1: people don't know what a like a tomato plant looks like, what an avocado tree looks like, what a real cow looks like. You know, only from drawings and pictures. Um, the gap between us and where we come from, and the harmony that we used to live. With nature and with ourselves has kind of been erased, dissipated, from our life, so. right?
0: Erased or, or dissipated or so, lost, and it it has to yeah. be brought back to cure many so of really, the ills of society.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I really feel like this is almost like what I what I wrote in a way is a manual to living in more harmony with nature and with yourself. In a very practical and trendy, cool way. Like you don't have to give up the commodities, the, the you know the wonderful com- the commodities of t- technology or modern life. It's about getting to know yourself better and shortening the gap between you and yourself, and with you and nature, and making it fun, making it cool, making it awesome. But but really improving the quality of our life and improving the the connection that we have with ourselves.
0: Yes. Now. Tell us a little bit more about your life. You have a very interesting story. You've traveled to many interesting places and you food and the and the cultures you deal with have been very sustaining and nurturing for you. And you talk about uh, your siblings and parents and uh, I could just see and feel the beauty in your life and and what you experience every day so tell us a little bit about that
1: thank you for saying that you guys can't see me but I have a huge smile on my face as you <laughs> I, I, me about my I, I, I see it
0: I, I hear it in every word <laughs> you
1: know.
0: I hear the smile so,
1: I, I can first say that I'm, I just feel so privileged to have had so much culture in, into my life I feel like and like the happiest person ever, just because I had the opportunity to see so much and to experience so much, and listen, like hear so many different languages and hear so many forms of music and so many colors. Like since I was just a little baby, and you so
0: do was, speak seven in, languages.
1: Yes, that's, yeah, I do. That's and I a love, miracle. I love the, the possibilities <laughs> of, of speaking in different languages. People, it's so much fun. Um, I was born in Amsterdam and my mom is from south africa and my dad is from israel and i was brought up in portugal and um i i had my mom really wanted to show us like bring us up having seen different cultures my mom loves um indigenous cultures and volcanoes and everything that is you know really related to earth the and planet she, mm. Yeah. yeah, and she always like took us on really adventurous kind of trips. If we ever got a chance to go anywhere, it would be like, okay, we're going to to visit. We would go to Israel a lot because of my my dad's family, and we would you know go to the Sinai and hang out with the Bedouins and and go on the camel ride to to have tea and all very simple. It wasn't ex- extravagant holidays. It was very simple and very connected to nature and understanding and being exposed to. Culture that still lives very in tune with nature uh really molded and inspired a lot of what I do today and it's because like,
0: of that, I think you have a a great love for all types of people and 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 you do you you don't have negative emotions you know we we have to experience some negative emotions in our life just so we know them but we don't reside in them we don't stay with them we always want to go Mm -hmm. from anything in our life that that is negative to a positive joyful expression and feeling and i think uh, you don't have much of that at all because you You just simply like life, and and you like people, and wherever you are, you do well with it, which is, for our listeners out there, something we should all aspire to do. Now, you give three mantras in the book, and you talk about these mantras being embedded in mort, life, wellness. So, tell us about that.
1: So, the first mantra is, is, life is a joy. And yes. everything in life has to be a joy, and we talked about this first, first thing on your on this podcast. And it's really about, and and I'm happy that you mentioned negative emotions because just to make it clear, and I think some people, some of us, get confused. Being joyful does not is not the same as pleasure, and a lot of people think like you can have pleasure and everything, and that's true. Life is not only about having no. fun all the time, but you can go through huge learning curves you can go through very deep suffering and learn but you can still have fun doing it you can have joy and a good attitude attitude is you could be in the rain and and your house breaks down or you have no like the worst things can happen Mm. but inside if you're like okay what am I learning from this this is going to be interesting I'm going to get on the other side how am I going to grow how am I going to learn from this Um, it makes the ride so much funner because if we understand that we are co-creating with the universe and everything that happens is in a way there to bless us because we have something to grow or something to learn from it, it really makes the experience so different because you're never a victim. You're really like, you are blessed to be living in any opportunity that you have to grow and to learn. So I think sometimes, you know, in our society, because things are so black and white, Mm-hmm. Pleasure, suffering. People think you shouldn't suffer, and like you say, negative emotions. Emotions are there. The word emotion is energy, motion. It's it's there to move us. Emotions, mm-hmm. and it's there to tell us something. Anger is not something bad. It's it's there to tell us that something is going on that we don't agree with, and so we take that, and then we can do something with it. And it's there to give us energy, but. I agree with you, like not to dwell in the emotion. Yes. So I think
0: Feeling, when you're aware, know right, and try to move exact, yeah. to a healthier place. And by all, yeah. that's
1: by all means, like, you know, a lot of people, oh, you're so lucky, or you have such a great. No, I have a lot of inner work that I have to do on a daily basis. It's really easy to be a victim, it's really easy to yes. just feel sad all the time. You have to make an effort to, to wake up in the morning. There's a great guru that I love. And he says, if you wake up every morning and you're light and you're not dead, <laughs> it should be a great day. Every you day. You wake up and yes. you look at the ceiling in your bedroom and you're like, wow, it's an amazing day. Yes. I'm alive.
0: Yes. Oh. I, I agree with you. And you say that the joy of eating, thinking, dancing, sleeping, and being are all part of more life wellness. So in other words, Everything we're here to experience is part of our life journey and our spiritual journey, so we don't have to judge it. We just have to move with it and see uh, the purpose for our Growth and for the growth of uh, civilization, humanity, the planet—it's all interconnected. Life is a wonderful uh, composite of color, as you said, and joy, and food, and sleep, and and doing, and it, it's all action, movement of mm-hmm. energy, and 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 our soul, our soul, yes,
1: definitely, always, back and so to the, the other soul. two. The other two mantras if if we should get through them so the other two is the second one is that food should be absolutely unmistakably delicious no matter what <laughs> and I, I like I put that in my mantra because people are always like oh you work with with food oh yeah like I, I try to be this and it didn't work like or well, I don't like that or are you vegan or are you this and people are so obsessed with everything having to to like people can get obsessed with wanting to be healthy and then the food doesn't taste good anymore, or they're obsessed with how many calories. And so, I like to focus on this flavor like food has to taste delicious and it's time.
0: And, and and it becomes a chore if you're eating things that you don't like. You know, when I was a little girl, I was very fussy about food, and when I would look at something, if the texture or it didn't look appealing or lumpy or what the color or whatever i would say i can't eat that and also <laughs> i would just say i i, I really i and my mother she like i remember her giving me liver and i could see the mm. blood bubbling up and you know oh my god and i could, i i, I was a very sensitive child but mm. she always respected that and we do have to listen there are things that are better for individually, you were saying that to me earlier, uh, that what works for one person doesn't necessarily work for another in healing whatever we're dealing with. So that is very, very true. We have to respect people's individual uh, thoughts and needs, and and allow them and to make choices.
1: And yeah. with children, it's, it's incredible because you can really put if if kids haven't been, you know, how do you say? interfered with with sugar and salt, if you put like just a bunch of vegetables and some different things in front of them, they will usually choose what's best for them if yes. they're into so they, they, they did experiments
0: with children but where they would put all different types of food on the table, lots of food, as some were good, some were sugar-filled, and some were um, more nutritious, and after a while, the children would start to pick what they nutritionally needed and they would not just take the junk food. So the body knows and senses what's good for it, and we have to respect that in people. Go on to the third mantra.
1: So the third mantra is really about making things work for you. Um, When we try to change our life or our habits, it's not easy, and the only way we can make it happen is if we make it work for us. And what that means is take baby steps. It means... And if you want to start doing yoga, uh, don't try and do eight hours of yoga a day or two hours of yoga every single day because that might not work in your schedule. If five minutes or ten minutes of yoga a day or twice a week is what you can do, then that's where you begin. And it's really about being kind to yourself and taking the steps. So the, the actual mantra is um, it only works if you make it work for you. And it's really important that we get to know our boundaries, like what are our limitations. You know, if you have three kids, and you have a job, and you have this, and you have that, take it easy on yourself. Be kind to yourself.
0: Oh, I was waiting for you. Yes, I was waiting for you to use that word. Yes, let's all be kind to ourselves and to others. The world would be such a more uh, wonderful experience for all of us because that that's what it's all about, really, so what is the yeah, most important sorry,
1: go ahead.
0: what is the most important thing you have learned from being a student of Ayurvedic medicine, which by the way, I have the greatest respect you know Eastern and uh, Western medicine, when it works together, is the key approach to leading a, a beautiful physical and spiritual life. So they need to be yeah. merged. So tell us about that. What you have learned?
1: Well, first I could just say I'm so privileged and honored to have um, been exposed to Ayurvedic medicine in my life, and from such a young an age, as I shared in the beginning. Um, but I think what most awed me, and I don't know if that makes sense. I just invented that word. The thing that most like makes me wow. This is amazing. Is how Ayurveda is so much about coming back to yourself. And it's about listening. So my first chapter in the book is called Listen to Your Body. It's trying to tell you something that nobody else can. And um, it's, it really was inspired by Ayurveda, that chapter. It's, Ayurveda teaches you how to respect your uniqueness. How to respect your own bio-individuality. Yes, you, and yes. understand your, your own ways, whatever yes. is happening in you.
0: You say it's a state of being, a mindset for positive and a sustainable that's an important word, sustainable way of life. And that's what you call more life. And
1: more best, life yeah, more life is the name of my project and right. the way that I teach so everything I teach is under that umbrella. And of it is more life.
0: It is for creating the best version of ourselves, preventing disease and building a life uh, that we really choose and want to live. Now your book is beautiful with photos of movements of you, color and joy. How did you manage to put something so gorgeous together with partial sight? Was it difficult for you or not?
1: Oh, it was a huge challenge. How did I you? get very um like how to get timid. I get shy when people uh talk about the book because it feels like a piece of art that I worked on so
0: it is a so piece hard. of art who took
1: and who took those pictures um that was those that was, that was a, two photographers actually uh, that worked together they are they, i love them they're great matt and lena they actually live in the, the south of portugal and my my publishing team found them and it worked out really well they're really fantastic i had a lot of fun with them taking the photos um but putting the book together was one of the most challenging things because when i was writing the book i was seeing each page and for me the way the reader sees the page is one of the most important aspects of how you learn or how you're inspired i think that uh, the visual images of things like seeing a graph seeing a page when does you know when does it get too long the paragraph when do you have to cut the paragraph and start a new one All those things for me are so important. So they were so kind of present when we were, when I was writing and when we had the manuscript, you know, sent off to the design department. I worked really, really closely, which is very unusual. My publishers are great. Um, they allowed me to work really closely with the design team. And I, it was one of the hardest things I've ever done, especially the fact that I,
0: but one of the most, little. but one of the most rewarding. I know because many years ago I was told by a medium that I would write three books, and at that time I said, "Oh, I don't think so." <laughs> it was not on my mm-hmm. radar yet, and I just finished my uh, last book in the trilogy, "A New Life Awaits: Spirit-Guided mm-hmm. Insights to Support Global Awakening." So, what we were born to do in time. Uh, We come to do it, and we do it with such joy and and such gratitude uh, for the gifts we've been given spiritually and in the physical world. So briefly, what would you like readers to take away with them after reading Shine Brighter Every Day?
1: Um, I think if you're listening to this, I think you're already on a great path to wanting to get to know yourself better Um, I guess right in this moment the where I am right now the, the, the message I think that we need to hear most is be brave be yourself and it's really about accepting who you are and knowing that you can be whoever you want to be but taking yourself less seriously I think is one of the most important things is like enjoy enjoy and enjoy and Make your objective. Decide who you want to be. Decide what you want to do, and connect it, connect it with who you really are. That's more. And, and again, joy, joy, joy! Like yes, that's, joy is the vibration of the universe.
0: That's wonderful because think, as a little girl, oh, I took things very seriously, and I everything was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> mistakes there had to be perfection and I have learned over time there is no perfection there is just experience there is no failure there is only love and the gratitude for life. So you share that in your book and I have learned it over my lifetime and I I consider that to be a great gift that we've been given. So I want to thank you, Donna Moore, author of Shine Brighter Every Day, for sharing key well-being secrets in your book, even giving advice on grains and enzymes, alkalizing and ancient Ayurvedic wisdom, helping us understand more about food and and our cravings and how to learn to care more for ourselves and the planet and future generations, uh, which is no longer a privilege but a necessity, to delve into these important concepts, discovering all about nourishment beyond food, transforming everyday activities from a chore to joy and discovery, go to... Dana, well, we're spelling it D-A-N-A-H-M-O-R dot com, and purchase this helpful health guide. In summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, Donna Moore has shown us how we are meant to feel strong, joyful, and healthy every day. She is leading a revolution in how we think about lifestyle and diet, placing balance and joy at the center of everything. In her comprehensive and interactive guide, she shares her unique approach, a simple 14-step method that will reawaken a feeling of caring deeply for yourself, banishing guilt and reframing your relationship with food in a sustainable, realistic way. She encourages empowering yourself with a clear wake-up call to be brave, be yourself, and break free from the comfort zone and build your unlimited life, the life you want and choose. She encourages supercharging your health by learning key well-being secrets. Donna encourages you to live your best life and discover powerful nutrition, not only through food, but through positive thoughts, transforming movement in our daily activities from tiresome to joyful. Donna and I would encourage listeners to become aware of how they feel when they eat or engage in relationships or activities for the intuition of our bodies is always guiding us to participate in life with better outcomes from making better choices in all areas of our life. I am Cheryl Glick, author of Healing from Within and author of my newest book in a trilogy, A New Life Awaits, and I invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com, to read about and listen to authors in the field of metaphysics science, spirituality, medicine, energy, healing, psychology, and the arts and music share their thoughts on ways to improve the human condition for personal and collective growth. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you for listening.